A new subscriber asked me this question about email copywriting transition. So today is Monday. That's the day every week, Mailbox Monday, where I answer your questions about marketing, copywriting, business building, and more. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and here's the question we are addressing today. Said, my biggest concern with copywriting at the moment is transitions in my email copy. Do you have any advice? Thanks. And don't forget, check the link in the description if you have a question you'd like to have answered in an upcoming episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, Mailbox Monday. And hey, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this delivered to you. Let's dive into today's episode. These are the proven direct response marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Fur, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's episode, as usual, is sponsored by yours truly, that's me. <laughs> I want you to check, the, actually, the first link in the description to my email copywriting prompts training. Uh, it's, it is actually one of the first things that I recommended to the person who was asking this question saying, hey, uh, you know, if you're concerned about transitions, uh, well, we'll get into the answer to the question in just a minute, but you are going to want to know about that email copywriting prompts training. It will help you be a better email copywriter. And if you follow the instructions, if you follow the prompts in the email copywriting prompts training, you won't be very worried about transitions because they will automatically make sense as you'll see in today's episode. So. Here's my response to the email copywriting transitions question. I said, for your question about transitions, and I assume you, assume you mean email, if you adopt the approach from email copywriting prompts, you'll be starting, here's the important part, with relevant angles to begin with. With relevant angles to begin with. I mean, maybe this seems obvious, but uh, yeah, if you're talking about relevant things, it'll be easy to transition to a relevant call to action. And so I said, and the transitions will be natural for the most part. The reason transitions are hard is because you, and then I qualified that general you, not you specifically, are writing about something that you don't know the connection ahead of time. So if you, if you say, okay, I'm an email copywriter and I'm going to write all these, you know, stories, whatever, to get people's attention or whatever, and they're not relevant to your message, to your product, to your offer, to where you're trying to link people to. If you're just trying to tell random stories, yes, of course you're gonna have trouble with your transitions. So, um, diving deeper into this, um, one of the things that I've seen happen over and over and over and over again, and in fact, when I've coached copywriters, this is one of the biggest things that I've had to coach them away from doing. Copying gurus is bad email copywriting. When you copy gurus, you are practicing bad email copywriting. I've seen this over and over again. I'm like, oh, it's so frustrating. Like I see somebody trying to write like, and I'm not gonna name names, trying to write like this email guru, trying to write like that email guru. But what happens is it's just disconnected and it doesn't feel right because that email guru developed that style from their own inner space. We'll call it that, from their own inner space. And when you try to adopt that, that, that style from outer space, that's kind of how you feel. <laughs> so um, the things that I see come up most often when people are trying to copy gurus are things like storytelling, like they try to copy their storytelling or they try to copy their attitude. That's often even worse. Like this, you know, somebody who maybe 
does not naturally wear a smug attitude, tries to copy the smug attitude of some email copywriting guru who has largely built their reputation in the email marketing space by selling email marketing with the smug attitude. And they try to take it to something like, I don't know, financial or something else where uh, there's just not that, that same, uh, there's not that same vibe in the marketplace. Um, but the same thing can happen with storytelling. You, you deal with these email copywriting gurus that are just trying to uh, build a relationship with their audience and they're doing the storytelling. And then that the person who learns from that tries to take it to a call to action email designed to get somebody to take action and watch a video sales letter or something like that. And it just doesn't line up. If you don't have exactly the same goals, you probably should not use exactly the same approach to copywriting. And also, also like, mm, I will give Daniel Throssell props for this recently. He said, he basically said, if you try to copy how I write to my list, as Daniel Throssell, what you're doing is you're copying something that I do not use when I'm writing to my clients' lists as the client. And so how gurus write for anything else is not the same as their list. How I do breakthrough marketing secrets and my breakthrough marketing secrets emails, especially the daily content, is not the same as how I do emails for clients. It's different. So that brings me to the single most important thing that you need to know when writing marketing emails. The single most important thing that you need to know is what action you want that person to take at the end of reading that email. What action do you want them to take? If I'm your reader, what is the ideal next action that I should take after I read your email? And then work backwards from there. Instead of like coming up with some crazy story and trying to turn it into an email, you work backwards. You could have that action that you know that you want them to take. And then you could say, what are the relevant stories? Like I collect stories from my life, right? What are the relevant stories that might make sense here? Or if it's not, you know, stories collected from your life, it's what's what's the relevant idea from wherever else so for example the email copywriting prompts are designed to have you come up with a whole bunch of relevant ideas to your offer and and still it's all about like what is the ultimate action that we're trying to get this person to take what is the relevant idea what's the relevant narrative that gets them to take action and if you work backwards from that single most important thing you need to know which is the action you want them to take then maybe you do have a crazy story that has a natural transition into it. And then it can make sense. You know, and if you're an email guru, maybe your transition is, and here's the place where as an email copywriter, you should know how to write a transition. And so I'm gonna do this weird left turn transition into telling you you should buy this stuff. And that may work for email copywriters, but that does not work if you're writing to an audience of investors or you're writing to like men about their relationships or women about their relationships, or if you're writing to you know somebody about their health, like, oh, let's talk to you about this important health thing by telling you this crazy story of this thing that happened and then admitting, hey, I'm a copywriter and I'm supposed to do a transition here, so let me uh, transition into that serious health issue. No, that's not how it works. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that brings me to the point that clever copywriting is often wrong. As novices, we often want to 
seem clever to, to, to be perceived as clever, to be perceived as a good writer. And I'll put that in some air quotes for you here. We want to be perceived as this, this smart copywriter. And so we maybe try to be a little more clever than we need to be. It is a better goal, especially early on until you really embody your own personality as a writer. It is a better goal to make your writing as invisible as possible. Make your writing invisible instead of clever and just focus on the message. What clear and compelling story can you tell? And by the way, I got this advice from a billionaire copywriter, Bill Bonner. He said, when I'm writing copy, I've forgotten all the rules and all the tricks and all the whatever. I just say, from the prospect's perspective, what is the interesting story here that can be connected back to the action that I want them to take? And then I seek to tell that story in as clear and compelling of a way as possible that leads to that clear and obvious next action. And if you do that, if you focus on making your writing style and your writing approach invisible, you're gonna chase clever stories less, less often, you're gonna do all those things less often, and you're gonna say, okay, well, my prospect would really benefit from taking this action. And here is some relevant story that's probably connected to that pretty clearly. And so I tell that relevant story that is interesting to the prospect because the action that I want them to take is relevant to what they want in their life. And so this action is solving some problem in their life. The story is about solving that problem. So they're interested because they have the problem that they want to have solved. And it's this connect the dots all the way through to them taking that action that your email is designed to get them to take. And it's far better to focus on that desired action as an email writer, email marketer, email copywriter. It's far better to focus on that desired action than anything else, trying to look clever, trying to be interesting, trying to be unique, whatever. Just focus on the action. Say what path is gonna get me to that destination, okay? And then start your email by going down that path. The good news is there are a lot of paths. There are a lot of paths that can get you to that same desired action. So, <laughs> for example, I have a campaign that I'm starting work on uh, with a client now that has something like 50 plus different emails that are all designed to get people into the same basic funnel. Um, not gonna give away too many details here. 50 emails, lots of paths into the specific next actions that need to be taken. I need to pay a lot of attention to what those different paths are. I need to come up with unique paths so all 50 emails don't sound the same. And I need to have them all be connected back to the desired next action of every email, which it is different, by the way, from email to email, because this is a campaign that's going to evolve through time in terms of how the customer can engage with it. And so all of these paths leading into the campaign, leading people back into the campaign, leading people through the campaign, all of these, I come up with different ideas, but always I'm starting from what is the call to action? What is the desired next step that I want that prospect to take? What destination am I sending them to when they click the link in the email? 
And that's why a tool like the 31 email copywriting prompts can be so useful because there's lots of direct paths that you can take. There are indirect paths that you can take, stories, that sort of thing. There's lots of different paths and the prompts are 31 different prompts that can be mixed and matched for effectively infinite combinations. Not to mention that they're like industry and topic agnostic. So one particular prompt could have 50 different approaches that you could take for it. And so it is an infinite idea generation tool for email copywriting, but always, all the time, it's focused on finding that relevant idea that's connected through to the action that you want your prospect to take. And so if you ever struggle with email transitions, the problem is not the transition, the problem is everything that came before it not being relevant to the action that you're asking them to take after that transition. So that's my thoughts for you today. Don't forget there's a link in the description to email copywriting prompts. There's other relevant links in the description as well. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day and every episode I'm here trying to help you get better results with your marketing, be more of a marketing genius. And hey, if you listen closely, I think that we accomplished that goal today. I will catch you again in the next episode. Like and subscribe. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.